world, and my name is Cindy Williams, and welcome to my ever first podcast. Here, I will tell you guys what it's like to live in a Vietnamese American household. There are a surprising amount of differences that may or may not shock you. Before we start, I like to put out there that I am of mixed race. My dad's white, and my mom, she's from Vietnam, Saigon. So for everyone out there that ever wants to come to my house, or any other Asian household, your shoes will not make it very far. And what I mean by that is, you will take off your shoes at the front door and they will stay there for as long as they can be. And we have slippers if you don't want to ever walk barefoot. But in our lifestyle, we don't, like, we don't wear shoes inside the house. We don't like it. It gets dirty. It's uncomfortable. And I kind of actually find it weird that there are people out there that wear shoes inside their house. Like, how can you do that to yourself? It's all- and it doesn't matter if you're only coming in for one minute. You will take those shoes off, do your thing, then go back outside with those shoes on. Because if, if anyone sees you with those shoes on, Lord have mercy on you, you're gonna, you might die. Moving on, it's worth mentioning that the Vietnamese community here is very small in this city. I looked it up. According to migrationpolicy.org, there are about 1.3 million Vietnamese residents in the U.S. today which is a very small number to me, considering there are over 300 million people today from all different backgrounds. And because of how small we are, we all know each other pretty well. In fact, before my mom came to America, she was living in Indonesia for a little bit, and she met some friends there, and they're still in contact today. So a lot of my mom's friends have known each other before they even came here, so they're very close. And because how close they are, they have a lot of parties. Like for example, my parents are at least three nights out each week going to a friend's house and vice versa. Some nights are really big, like especially during the New Year's or like a big holiday coming up, there could be easily 50 people at someone's house or my house. And there are some nights that are small, like maybe a couple people. And one thing that keeps them together is the beer, Heineken only. They don't drink anything else, Heineken. So everybody's having a good time, right? Having a few drinks, eating, talking with their friends. But here's the issue. After a few drinks, they get a little drunk. And when they get drunk, they like to sing. Don't ask me why, they just do it. So then they turn on the karaoke machine and they start singing. No, scratch that, they start screaming. None of these guys can actually sing. And me and my friends, or my friends and I, we all hate it. Because not only is it loud, it's also bad. No one can sing. It's just, ugh. Now I do admit, we are heavy drinkers. Not me, like my parents and their friends. It's crazy because about three times a year, my dad and I will go to Meyer and we'll do the bottle returns. And we'll get about $170 worth just from Heineken bottles. Not the pop cans and not the little two liter plastic bottles, just the Heineken bottles. $170 worth. And it's really funny because when I'm pushing those carts from bottom to top, everyone's looking at us because it's just a whole cart just filled with Heineken, cases of Heineken, and people are just like shocked. And every time we do the ball returns, we always, about four times if someone has to clean out the, the cart in the back because we filled up with Heineken bottles. As I mentioned earlier, there's a very small community of us here. 
But towards down Detroit, there's a bigger population of VMEs down there. And that's where all the grocery stores and all the beauty supplies and all the hair salons and basically everything's down there for us. So about, not every Sunday, but about once a month on a Sunday, we have to drive over an hour to Madison Heights to get groceries because there are no VMEs products around. Like we just can't go to Meyer or Kroger to get what we want, to get what my mom wants. She has to go to Madison Heights to do that. Like you just can't buy, you probably can't buy pig's foot at Meyer, but Madison Heights, you can do that at one of the VMEs local markets. And not only do we get groceries there, but we also, there's a lot of restaurants that there and we like to eat down there. It's really good. And occasionally we buy nail supplies because that's where it's it's down there too. It's And the people who own those nail supplies, they're Vietnamese too. So my mom can talk with them fluently in her language rather than supplies up here because there's no Vietnamese around here. And it's crazy to think about this, but there are families I know that go there every Sunday, which can get very, very pricey. If you ever walked into a nail salon, I can almost guarantee you that the business is run by Vietnamese people. And the history behind it is significant. Thanks to a woman named Tippi Hurden. She was the star in the film Birds. So what she did was, back in the day after the Vietnam War, she went to a refugee camp near Sacramento. And first thing the ladies noticed was her manicure. They all loved her manicure. They complimented her. It was like the best thing in the world, right? And from that moment, Tippi had a like a light bulb moment. So she had her personal manicurist fly out there and train these ladies how to do manicures. And with that, it gave them a better new life because now these ladies can do something with it. And my mom, she owns a nail salon and she also learned it in California before she moved to Michigan. Now, some of us hate it and some of us love it, but it helped my family in the, for the life we have today. In today's episode, I am sponsored by my mother's own nail salon, Tip Top Nails on Leonard Miller Road, right across from the Genesee Valley Mall. Prom is right around the corner, so just hop on in and get yourself a set of nails, starting at $20. Don't do a last minute, ladies. Come on in. So everyone has their own remedy in their household, right? When they're sick or in their pain. So for at least for my mom, she puts this oil on me called Yao. It's this little green bottle, and I think the brand of it's called Eagle something. But anyway, they act like this oil. It's like a little genie bottle. It will completely heal you inside out. I won't lie, it kind of does. Like when I'm on my period, oil. I have a headache, oil. I can't sleep, oil. And what's amazing about this stuff is a little will go a long way. So all you have to do is just put put a little just a little drop of oil on the affected area and quickly spread it and then you have to get a quarter and graze it against the skin and it will hurt it hurts a lot but like after 30 seconds it it just like does something to your skin and you kind of go numb but in a good way now Vietnamese people love to cook and there's nothing wrong with that the problem is they make too much food for instance, at any given party, there might be only seven people over, but they'll cook it like there's 20 plus people. And I'm not exaggerating this because in the kitchen, 
they'll be, they have boxes out ready for you to put food in so you can take it home because they know they make too much all the time. And I believe the reason why they're like this today is because during the war and after the war, these guys, they went through a lot. And one of them was starvation and hunger. They couldn't eat every day. And this is sad, but it's true. But I know stories of people, they had to go, go through garbage just to eat that day. And I believe when they moved to America and started their new lives, they always make too much food so they know, so their friends and families can never starve again. And they don't want their kids to ever go through what they experienced. So, dishwashers. I actually don't have one, but everyone I know that's Vietnamese and has a dishwasher inside the house, they don't actually use it as a dishwasher. They use it as extra storage. And they keep everything in these dishwashers. They keep the pots, the pans, the plates, the bowls, chopsticks, the spoons. Notice how I didn't say forks because we use chopsticks for everything. We might have like five forks inside the house, but you really have to dig through it. Growing up, I never had a normal birthday cake. My birthday cake was a Vietnamese fruit cake. The cake itself was like a lemon and vanilla cake, which sounds good, but the way they make it, it's not that good. They don't put enough sugar in it. I, I love my sweets to be really sweet. Then the icing on the cake was really nasty too. I'm really picky about my icing, but the icing on these cakes were just gross. The only decent part about the cake was the fresh fruit assorted on top. Like I liked, I enjoyed the strawberries, the, the honeydew, the cantaloupe. The grapes, that was all good. Everything else was trash. Even though my mother knows I don't like these cakes, she gets these cakes every year for me on my birthday. Not for her birthday, but for my birthday. And I don't understand that. I've been wanting an ice cream cake for the past like 18 years of my life. My 10 minute marker is up and I'm not gonna keep talking about the differences cause that could literally take a whole day. But I'm pretty sure there's many other podcasts and videos out there if you really wanted to go into it. But thank you for enjoying, maybe, and listening. Thank you so much. Again, bye-bye.